Hello, and welcome back to the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast. I have a very, very, very special guest with me tonight. Can you introduce yourself? My name is Vidalia Fiddler. Yes, it is my five-year-old daughter, Vidalia Fiddler. She listens to every single episode, and she usually sees us recording, and she has been asking to be part of it. And I said, sure, what are we going to talk about? So we're going to record this episode, and then at the end, Vidalia is going to go to bed, and then I will come back and finish it a little bit more with some tips for gardening with kids. But I would say the very first tip is to let them participate if they want to. So that's exactly what we're doing tonight. Vidalia wanted to help with the podcast, and we said, sure. So what do flowers start out? Oh, you want to ask me some questions right away? Yeah. Okay. Um, Flowers start out as seeds. And then what do they start out at? Well, once they're seeds, well, what do you do after you put them in the ground? You... Water them. Yep, you water them. And then what happens next? You give them care and love. Yeah, yep, yep. And then they turn into a plant. And then... They start to grow petals. Yep, start to grow petals. And then they... Oh, wait. They start growing the middle and then the petals. Yes, that's true. They start in the middle and then the petals come next. Yep, you're right. So, Vidalia, what... What and and you can ask me some questions later. She's a little bit nervous. She thought maybe she'd ask me questions, but I'm gonna ask her just a couple. What what are some of the flowers we grow here at Sunny Mary Meadow? Um, so cosmos. Cosmos. Forget me nots. Forget me nots. Sunflowers. Sunflowers. And zinnias. Zinnias. And snapdragons. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And. What's the one that kind of sounds like your name, but it's not your name? Dahlias. <laughs> Dahlias, for sure. Yeah. I think that there is an important distinction between gardening and having a business with kids and trying to do that because imagine mm-hmm. taking your kid to work every day and then having them help you. So what are some of the things you got to help with this last year in the garden? So she was four and a half last year because when, when's your birthday? Um. December 7th. Okay, yeah. So in the summertime, that's around her half birthday. So she was four and a half last year. I got to pick up sticks, and I got to ride in the um, skid steer with Brent. Yep. And then what about for, like, picking flowers, stuff like that? What did you do? So I wiggled them. Yeah, which which flowers do we do that? The zinnias. Yeah, zinnias. You have to wiggle them and make sure they're ready to pick them. What were some other other jobs that I let you do? Some flowers, when we start them from seed, are a little bit trickier than others. Which ones do you get to help start from seed? The sunflowers and zinnias. Yeah, how come the sunflowers and zinnias? Because they have those kind of little seeds. Yeah, the seeds are... Actually, the seeds are bigger. And how do you plant those? So you punch a hole and then... You drop it in and you cover it up and water it. Yeah, and that's it. Whereas snapdragons and some of those other flowers have very, very tiny seeds. So Vidalia doesn't usually help with those. Not yet, right? No, I can do them. Oh, okay. She can do them. Okay. Yeah, but I can't do the like bulbs. Yeah, bulbs are a little tricky sometimes. Because um, they're so big. Yeah. I can't really dig. Oh, yeah. All I can do is punch. Oh, okay. 
Um, what about when we pick the flowers and we put them into water, right? Do we, yeah. What else do we do with them? Um, so first we, they start out in the pot and then we put them to our permanent spots. Yeah. We start them in, if we start them in seed trays, like are in a, in a, in a pot and then we put them in their permanent spot. That's true. Let's talk about tulips for a second. How do we pick tulips? You pull them up even with the bulb. Yeah, you pull them up even with the bulb. And then when do you take the bulb off? When you're ready to use them. Yep, so Vidalia got to help me last summer with um, with doing that quite a bit. Yeah, can I this summer? Yeah, you can help with the tulip bulbs this summer. And then where do we put them when we have to store them until we're ready to use them? In the... um storing fridge it's this really big it's this really big fridge yeah in the butcher shop right Uh uh-huh yep and it's pretty cold in there right Uh uh-huh yeah it's and we have a monitor for that's how cold it is yeah we have a thermo or a thermostat Uh so you were four and a half last summer with the garden and davy was just one and so we were talking about how davy's going to be you know, one and a half. She won't won't turn two until the end of the summer. So, what do you think are some age appropriate jobs for someone like like Davy? Or how old do you think she has to be to do some things? So, like cutting the scissors, I think she has to be four or five. Okay, that's a good idea. Not like three, two. Yeah, no, probably not. Probably not three or two to give them some scissors. But it is nice where all of our flowers mm-hmm. are. What do we What do we have right next to it? The playset. Yeah, the playset is really close to the garden. Yeah, so. and the, so if it's kids' classes, then after we do the flower part, then well, the grown-ups um, finish the rest, then the kids can go play on the playset. Yeah, tell them, what are kids' classes here at Sunny Mary Meadow? So they're classes when kids come. Oh, yeah. And who teaches those? Um, me. Yeah. Yep. And you too. Yeah, I I help with it a little bit. Uh huh. Mhm. What other things do you think we should talk about with gardening with kids? Do you like to use pretend shovels or real shovels? Real shovels. Yeah, she does not like to use anything pretend. Uh, what about like gardening gloves? If I have some on, are you okay if you don't have any on? No. No. Yeah. If I have them on, make sure she's got some. What about watering the garden? So you need to take a watering can or a hose. But with the baby chicks and mama hens with the hose, it's pretty hard. Yeah, so we have some succulents that are um, chicks and hens. And yeah, if you water them with the hose, that gets pretty tricky because you don't want to disrupt them, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are your favorite colors of the flowers that we grow? Um, all of them. All of them. Okay. I like the pink ones. Pink zinnias. Yeah, pink zinnias are probably my favorite. What other things should we talk about? Um, how about... Do you have questions for me? Why do you put fabric on top? Why do I put fabric for the plants? Yeah. Um, so that we don't get so many weeds. That's um, the main reason. So do they only grow in the holes? The flowers? Uh-huh. Yeah, so I put the flowers in the holes, and then the flowers come up in the holes in the landscape fabric so that nothing else comes everywhere else. And then they're then they're exactly nine inches apart, too, so that's helpful. But we can't 
But we can't cut the fabric. We got to burn it. Yeah. How can we cut it and not burn it? Do you know? You don't know? Oh, you're asking me? Oh, um, the reason we burn it and not cut it is because then it'll unravel and it'll just rip easily and tear. But if we burn it, then it's got really good edges. Uh-huh. All right. Well, Vidalia, do you have any other thoughts or questions? What is our website if people want to get a hold of us? SunnyMaryMeadow.com. Yep. And then didn't you write a song for Sunny Mary Meadow? Flowers, flowers, we love flowers. Sunny Mary Meadow, they smell so good. Yeah, she wrote that. Well, she was going to do um, our local grocery store. Coburn's has a song. And how does that one go? Something about fresh. How does the Coburn store go? I don't remember. And Vidalia was going to change the word to Sunny Mary Meadow instead of Coburn's. And then we thought, eh. Anything else you want to add? I wonder why the flowers die in the winter. So that's a good question. They go dormant because they just have to take a little rest until the spring and then they give off new seeds and then they have new green and new leaves again. What do you want to be when you grow up? A nurse practitioner and a flower gardener. Oh, okay. You used to say doctor. Now she says nurse practitioner. Woohoo. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Vidalia Fiddler. You're welcome. All right. Uh, Do you want to go to bed or do you want to watch a little movie on the iPad? Watch a little movie on the iPad. Okay. Sounds good. All right, Vidalia just went upstairs to watch a little bit of TV because I, I didn't bribe her with it. She, want, she wanted to do it, and I re- let her watch about a half hour of TV upstairs when she's done. But I have no idea what that's going to edit out into, if it's going to be five minutes or 20 minutes. I don't know how much usable stuff we got, but it's okay. My point is, when it comes to gardening with kids, just really, really adjust your expectations. The fact is, what you can get done alone in one hour it takes three hours with kids. Really depends on the age, really depends on their attention span. It's hot. There's bugs. It's it's just not always fun. And I'm going to probably, I don't know, get some hate on this, but I kind of genuinely don't care. I see it happening all the time where people are, you know, they're a stay-at-home mom and flower farming is something that they can do with the kids at home. But genuinely, most of the time, the friends that I have that are doing this, They're like, yeah, the kids are inside watching TV. I'm like, okay, well, is that really working or how does that work? So for me, to the point where I have scaled my business, I actually send my kids to daycare. This summer, I am, well, I shouldn't say that all the time. So last summer, I worked three days a week as a nurse practitioner, and then I had two days a week to work on everything with the flower business. And then I had a couple part-time employees helping with it. And we were also in the middle of building a house and living in a camper. So things like laundry took four hours and things like doing dishes in a tote because we didn't have running water (laughs) took all day long. So I was, you know, my kids were at daycare so that I could do that stuff. And it was about impossible, but we, we made it work. So this summer, I actually have a nanny coming from seven in the morning until noon or one o'clock because Lindsay, my employee uh, that's going to be working for me, her daughter turns one in April. So we will have a five-year-old, an almost two-year-old, and a fresh one-year-old. So we are going to have a nanny till about noon. And our goal is to just be done at noon and that's it. And I think, you know, when I say it, just keep in mind, you wouldn't normally take your kid to work. So then when you're, when they're out there with you, you know, it, it just, Keep in mind that they're, they're probably not going to enjoy all aspects of it or they want to do the parts that they want to do, which includes, you know, picking flowers and then it just everyone gets frustrated because they're touching the wrong ones. So just 
like I said, adjust the expectations, but that's not to say that it can't be done. You absolutely can get up before they do. You can just maximize, you know, you know, you got 30 minutes of solid, you know, they're playing with toys or they're on the swing set or they're following you around and interested and you just have to get stuff done during that time period. I think a lot of people make bouquets at night after their kids are in bed. You know, I suggest that when it comes to the business, and especially if you're trying to, you know, send emails back and forth or make social media posts, you know, I'm guessing we all feel the same way. We don't want to be on our phones constantly when we're around our kids. We don't want to teach them that. So we try to just be mindful about how often we're on our phones. But if there's, if you run your business off of Facebook and someone sends you a message saying, hey, I'd like to buy a bouquet, then you kind of have to be attached to your phone. Um... And so I just, I use my Apple watch. And when I know that someone sends me a DM, although I have changed my business this year, I am not taking any orders through any DMs whatsoever this year. It all has to go through my website. You know, if someone sends me a message, I'll say, Hey, here's the link to the website, but it has to go through there because I, I cannot, I can't keep up anymore. I can't do it that way. But I would highly suggest, like Vidalia and I said, you know, make sure you give them the right tools. You look at my daughter, Davy, who's one and a half, you know, she has all these toys and she wants to play with the remote. She wants to play with my phone. She wants to play with my watch, not the fake one, not the plastic one. She wants the real one. All kids are the same way. Vidalia wants actual shovels. She doesn't want a plastic little scoop for the sandbox. I have a Rue apron and I'll attach the links to it, but it's it's my favorite thing. But she wants one of those aprons for gardening. And she's like, well, I can't because I don't have an apron. Okay. And I think, you know, another tip that I would have is keep two to-do lists every day in your phone. And divide up all of those tasks from what can be done with the kids and what you can be way more productive when they're napping so that you can take advantage. If you know that, hey, when I'm picking flowers or whatever, they just they just play on the grass and I can bring toys outside and they sit in the shade and they entertain each other. Great. But if you're like, no, I know that if I make bouquets in front of them, they're going to want to help. And you want them to want to help. You want to let them make bouquets. Vidalia absolutely insists on cutting them herself. Well, guess what? Half the stems get broken. Half the stems get bent. And it just, she ruins them. And I, it, you know, I can't sell those. And so again, like I always know that just let her make the first one and let her cut them way too short and let her just do it. And that one's hers and that one's ours for the table. And just, just let her do it because it's no fun. And she gets frustrated if I say, nope, Nope, you can't touch these. You can't touch these. And so, you know, just adjusting those expectations, you know, you want them to get engaged. You want them to want to do it. You want them to have fun. You can, and you can give them actual helpful jobs. Vidalia actually is pretty good at seeding seed trays if they're big enough seeds. I know she said, well, I can do the Snapdragons. No, you can't. Those are tiny, but okay, whatever. I plan on putting her in charge of making labels, stamping things, tying strings on vases. And people know that, okay, they're a little crooked or this one's upside down. Yep. That's because Vidalia did it. You know, like I said, those to-do lists, is it going to be helpful or is it, you know, if it's something that's going to actually hurt your product, if you're selling it, such as cutting the flowers the wrong way, or if they're really delicate stems like Cosmos or something, you know, let's just, that, that very tip stem is really delicate. And so I usually don't let her arrange those because they end up snapping in half. And I just know that, or I just know that, okay, well, she'll ruin it, but it's fine. Otherwise you get upset because this happened. And so, I mean, just imagine if you had a job off the farm, what that would possibly look like. Of course you wouldn't bring them to work. I think it's important for kids to see you doing work. I think it's meaningful, but I also think that 
you know, just keep in mind, adjust those expectations. They can't work as long as we do. Mom, yes? Maybe someday. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you guys just heard that. We just got done, and all of a sudden, Vidalia yelled from upstairs, "Mom, when can I go to a Disney Resort hotel?" <laughs> she has been wanting to come on the podcast, and you know, every time I'm like, "Nope, you gotta, you gotta go to bed." And I usually have her in bed by the time Abby gets here. We start about 7.30. That's about the time Vidalia goes to bed. But then she gets to help set up. And she's been having fun. And she's been genuinely helpful doing it the right way. Or I shouldn't say genuinely helpful. But she plugs them in the right way. And she, you know, just is very interested in how it all works. However, you know, tonight when she was asking, I'm like, hey, do you want to come on the podcast? Yes. And guess what? I can guarantee that we re-listen to the episode with her over and over and over. And that's good. I want her to be excited. I think, you know, again, more is caught been taught. She, you know, hears me talking about the flowers, hears me teaching people. I saw her looking at her watch, which has a little camera on it. It's not a smartwatch by any means. It's just a, it's like a video watch. I don't know. It was like 50 bucks. It's not, there's nothing to download it to anything. It's got like a camera on it. It's got these little games on it and stuff like that. And she was looking at it and she goes, and that is how I taught you how to grow flowers. And our website is sunnymarymeadow.com. And for a second, I was a little embarrassed, like, oh my God, what am I teaching my kid? But at the same time, in this world that we are in, you need to be able to speak and present. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm not embarrassed that she sees me talking to my phone and telling stories on there. And she knows I'm talking to the customers. She knows how she understands how it works. And so... I also think that equally as important, we spend a lot of time outside. I give her a lot of freedom. She does a lot of, I'm not making this up. I don't know where I heard this from, so I'm not trying to plagiarize it. I just can't remember where I heard it, but I talk about it all the time. The importance of letting kids do dangerous things carefully. Let them do it themselves. Let them try it. They might fail. They might fall. As long as they're not going to get hurt too bad, you know, a little scratch isn't going to hurt them. It's it's important to let them do that, to remove that safety net, to have that free play, to have that imagination. And we spend a lot of time outside in the summertime. I'm Like I said, I'm really hoping to be done working every single day by noon. Davey will take a nap in the afternoon and Vidalia and I'll just have the summer to hang out because I, I do not want another summer like I had where... They were constantly at daycare because the goal is for me with this business is to have a lot more time to spend with them, but also be realistic that I need some uninterrupted work hours because it's not fair to her. It's not fair to them. It's not fair to me to try to do it all at once and try to multitask all of it because I think the goal of time with your kids should be quality over quantity and make sure that you know they're just getting that uninterrupted attention. And if you're always trying to get stuff done for work, it's not really fair to them and it's it's not the quality time together. This is a long subject and I probably did not cover everything that I wanted to. And I hope that, you know, to anyone that is a stay-at-home mom and, you know, homeschooling your kids or spending time with your kids together, like I absolutely agree that there's so much opportunity for learning. And I can't, and I'm not saying that it can't be done with them at all times. I, I think the exact opposite. I just think, you know, dreaming that you're going to have the best of all worlds and run a business with your kids and do this and do that. And it's going to be great for them all the time. And it's not just adjust your expectations a little bit and realize that they're learning and you're learning and just let them bloom and grow. 
Thanks for listening to the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast. I'm your host, Liz. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us. You can find us on Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook at Sunny Mary Meadow. Subscribe to our email newsletter at sunnymarymeadow.com. And if you have questions or comments or anything to say, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at sunnymarymeadow.com. Flowers, flowers, we love flowers. Sunny Mary Meadow, they smell so good. Sunnymarymeadow.com